0: It's been said that a business is only as strong as its weakest location. You know that your branch offices, retail locations, and distribution centers are at the forefront of your business, creating revenue and driving customer experience every day. That's why Comcast Business has built solutions that are uniquely positioned to empower all your locations with a robust network and applications that help them operate as seamlessly as HQ. Learn more about how to get all your locations up to speed at comcastbusiness.com. Enterprise. What's news? From the Wall Street Journal. Top stories and timely insights.
1: I'm Anne-Marie Fertoli in New York. The backlash against Facebook has raised new questions over how social media companies protect our data. More on that in just a moment. But first, these news headlines. Thousands of small businesses remain closed in Puerto Rico, six months after the island was devastated by Hurricane Maria. Although power has largely been restored, the island's electrical grid is still vulnerable to sudden outages, and officials say just 40 percent of residential and business claims have been paid out. Retail officials say an estimated 5,000 to 7,000 small businesses haven't been able to reopen out of some 45,000 businesses across the island. Nissan is upping its goal for electric vehicle sales. The Japanese automaker says it wants to sell one million battery-powered vehicles a year by 2023. That includes electric and hybrid vehicles. And the car company is betting big on demand, saying that in five years it expects up to 40 percent of its sales in China, Europe and Japan will come from sales of electric vehicles. Chain restaurants like TGI Friday's and Chili's will soon have to list the calorie count for alcoholic beverages on their menus. That's under a new rule from the Food and Drug Administration that takes effect in May. It applies to restaurant chains with 20 or more outlets. Public health officials hope it'll give more information to consumers and help them make healthier choices. A Wall Street Journal-NBC News poll finds working mothers are gaining more acceptance, with 78 percent of those surveyed saying that more women having careers and raising a family at the same time is a positive development. But the poll also found that most people still don't think men accept women as their equals at work. And the number of women who say they've experienced discrimination hasn't declined in the past 20 years, the last time the survey was conducted. Up next, how social networks are using and protecting your data. This is What's News from The Wall Street Journal.
0: You've heard it a million times, location, location, location. Well, that's because location's important, and it's the reason this ad, targeted at you, isn't located before a podcast about the history of ice dancing. If you own a business... You know the importance of location, which is why you need a realtor, a member of the National Association of Realtors, a real estate expert who can help you find the perfect location to grow. So get what your business needs. Get Realtor. Thanks
1: for listening. How well do social networks protect user data? That question is in the spotlight once again amid reports that Cambridge Analytica improperly accessed the personal data of millions of Facebook users. Joining me from San Francisco to explain what happened and what you need to know about how your data is being used is Wall Street Journal reporter Deepa Sitharaman. Deepa, typically third-party apps on Facebook request permission from users to access their data, and you can then accept or decline. Did that not happen here?
2: It didn't. I think. It's important to think about the history of Facebook's data use policies. Now, back in 2007, they opened up the platform, as they call it. It gave the apps this ability to plug into the platform. So if you're a dating app, you'd be able to show people potential mutual friends between them and a potential date. And so it, it was clearly pretty useful. But what's come to light now was the extent to which data was shared, not always with the user's consent. So in many cases, if an app requested it, they would get not just data about their users, the direct users, people who downloaded their app, but also those users' friends. And those users' friends didn't really have any recourse, and in many cases weren't even aware that their data was being shared in this way.
1: So when people sign up for accounts with Facebook or other social networks, They are aware whether they read the fine print or not that they're giving companies at least some access to the information they share. But as you point out, the issue here is now beyond personal responsibility to questions over how companies like Facebook are using that data, as well as whether it's being shared or
2: manipulated in ways that users haven't signed off on or aren't even aware of. Right. I mean, it's important to note that the rules have changed. They changed back in 2014 and were officially put in place in 2015, where this type of friend data is no longer available. In the process, Facebook Killed off a lot of apps. That change uh, had some consequences. But what Facebook didn't do was follow up with a lot of those developers to see, hey, how are you using this data? Do you continue to use it? Are you storing it? Where are you storing it? And you know, could you could you delete it, please? You know, there's a series, of this sort of forensic analysis that they're doing now. They didn't do back in 2014, 2015, which is something that executives say they they regret that they should have they should have done. I think that's the the shocking part is, you know, Facebook made these changes. They were apparently for privacy, but didn't follow up and didn't go back and try to nail down all the pieces of the data that may have been floating around. And it's, you know, four years later. It's very difficult to do that now.
1: Deepa, in general, what do we know about how Facebook and other social media platforms use the data they collect on us?
2: A lot of ways, I think. This is another really good question that has come up since, you know, over the last week since some of these disclosures have come out. Facebook clearly uses data to inform its newsfeed algorithm. They use data to figure out what ad to show users at, at what time. They use data to figure out how to, you know, what direction to take their products. And they, There's a lot of information. They'll use it in a lot of different ways to help shape their product strategy and also to figure out how to target specific types of content to users. They do make it very clear, they do not sell data, they have never sold data. Executives have been recently saying this repeatedly, you know, they sell access to the data to advertisers, but in terms of raw information handed out to people, they don't sell that information. It's an interesting distinction. And what steps is the company going to be taking now? Well, they're going to do this large investigation into all the apps and figure out, you know, what percentage of them drained a lot of data from the platform, so that's the first step. Second step is they're going to limit the data available to developers even more. They will also punish developers who appear to have abused user data and then tell users if that data has in any way been, been manipulated. I mean, like, what, like we were saying earlier, it isn't, it isn't clear that they'll be able to catch every instance of abuse. In fact, they won't be able to catch every instance of abuse because the data has re- potentially reached far and wide at this point. But the notifying of users is an interesting step for Facebook. You know, They'll be telling them that their information, their personal data got out there in the world somehow and just flag that to them. Wall Street Journal reporter Deepa Sitharaman joining us
1: from San Francisco. Thank you, Deepa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. To find out more about how your data is being used and the ways you can protect it, head to our website, WSJ.com. And that's what's news. I'm Anne-Marie Fertoli in New York for The Wall Street Journal.